Hi, this is Rob Saunders, your Wealth Codes coach. Every Friday, we're going to pull out from the vault the audio portion of the videos that are on my website, wealthcoachcoach.com. And I am so thrilled about this because 20 years ago, I had the privilege of interviewing these generals right after or very close to 911 in the tragedy that that was. And the amazing things to me, friends, is that their messages then are more applicable now than they even were then. We're going to entitle these interviews with God's generals. The first few we're going to go back and take my past interviews with, the first few are Dr. Bill Bright, the founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, which is called Crew Now, Mrs. Frieda Lindsay, who was the co-founder of Christ for the Nations, and she spoke on the fear of dying. What a perfect message 20 years later. And then also we're going to start off with David Wilkerson. He called himself a watchman on the wall, but he was certainly one of the most famous and proper and correct prophetic voices to America. And one of the things that we often get, and I've talked to David about this privately, it's not on the tape, is that he would make a prophecy, but he wouldn't know when it was going to come true. He just knew it would. And Jesus did exactly the same thing. Jesus wept over Jerusalem in the last week of his life on earth. And he said, someday, Jerusalem, they're going to surround you and take down every stone that's upon a stone. Now, that prophecy took 40 years to fulfill. And here, David Wilkerson gave me these prophecies almost 20 years ago, and they're even being more fulfilled today than they were when he gave them to me. So in this exciting. It's so wonderful that we have these messages, and I'm so thankful that I've kept them and guarded them all these years. So for our interview today, for our first general, we're going to take Dr. Bill Bright. Now, Dr. Bill Bright, as I said, was the founder of Campus Crusade for Christ, which became the largest parachurch ministry in the world. When I went and lived in the Soviet Union, some of my friends told me that they had his little pamphlet on the four spiritual laws that was a great help to them, that uh, his movie, the Jesus movie, was the most shown movie in the world. Something like three billion people have been shown this movie. He was not dying at the moment, but on an oxygen mask while he spoke to me. And he would breathe and then hide the oxygen mask behind his back and speak until he started coughing and sputtering. He couldn't speak anymore. Then he put the oxygen mask back on his face and breathe on it. And I thought the interview was going to be over many different times. But he said, oh, no. He said, Robert, 
I'm going to do this for you, and I'm going to finish this interview. Now, I first met Dr. Bill Bright in 1968, and several times since, after my wife Kathy Jean died, I can remember weeping on his shoulder. What a privilege to bring this great man back to us and for us and relive with him that wonderful interview where he was so gracious with much physical pain to bring us these words. So let's get started with Dr. Bright right now. All right. Well, Dr. Bright, thank you for being with me today. That's Robert. It's a pleasure to be with you. Again. I remember a few years ago when we had a wonderful time of yes. prayer together when you were suffering a great loss in your life, yes, sir. your precious, precious wife. Yes, sir. Mm, you were such an encouragement to me. Thank you. I'm forever grateful. You know, I, you were the really the first man's shoulder I ever really was willing to cry on. And you had such understanding. And my first question to you today is, did that understanding come for your having a broken heart yourself at one time? I've had many disappointments and discouragements in my life, as you can imagine. Right. But I think the most important reason is Jesus lives in me, mm -hmm. and he, his heart breaks when our hearts break. Yeah. And if he controls us, mm -hmm. we reach out in compassion to others. Yes, sir. Now, so you're, eight, to be you're ready over 80 now. I'm over and 80. So you're looking... I'm, I'm beginning my second second phase. I'm at my midterm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Good. Of course, you know, I have this privilege, yeah, right. and I do consider it a privilege. When the doctor told me I was dying, mm -hmm. there's no cure for pulmonary fibrosis, mm -hmm. I began to praise the Lord. That's what we're told to do. And, mm -hmm. and James, rejoice. Mm -hmm. Paul in Romans 5, rejoice. Mm -hmm. And I began to rejoice. And then uh, I went to Rochester, Mayo's, and I went to the Jewish Institute in Denver to the biopsy and all that, you know. Mm -hmm. And they have nothing to offer but experimental drugs. So out of the blue, that I was praising the Lord, looking forward to going to heaven, and uh, ready to go. Yes, sir. Because uh, you can't lose if you're in my condition. Everything's win-win. Uh, God sent the one person in all the world who probably knows enough to help me. A doctor from Russia who is a PhD and MD and a research scientist who has discovered through working with pulmonary cases at Chernobyl for seven years that essential oils therapy is the answer to my problem. Now, uh, it won't heal me, but it's given me a whole new lease on life. Wow. You're looking back at 80, okay? You're looking back now. And you have the advantage... I'm not used to looking back. Well, I mean to observe. To my, all right. <laughs> I stand corrected. You're 80 looking forward, but if you look back for just a moment for the advantage of having silver hair, by the way, there's not enough silver hair. But. Well, you ever hear of sorghum, elastin, and vinegar? <laughs> right. I use it too. Yeah. I know, but I'll soon be using it. All right. uh, <clears throat> what one thing would you have done sooner? Well, I have a great confidence in the sovereignty of God and divine timing. Okay. And I just have to say, I don't know what I would have changed. Gosh, that's great. I wasn't going to ask it in that way, but that's great. 
Amen. That encourages me. Yeah, he, you know, because all my mistakes, all my screw ups, difficulties, misunderstandings, yeah. he's worked them for good, right? Can you imagine a hundred billion galaxies, which would make planet Earth a grain of sand in comparison? <laughs> right. And he controls it all, and everything runs with precision timing. And if we'll let him, he'll do the same for us. You see 9-11 is part of our, from our disobedience, a spanking from our disobedience. Absolutely. Uh, I am sad and that uh, lives were lost and mm-hmm. there's a lot of heartache and sorrow out there. Right. But sometimes it's like an operation. You have cancer or some other disease which requires surgery. And the surgery is painful, but that's one way of being healed. Uh, you, I think our nation may have experienced this tragedy in order for us to triumph. Mm. God is in control. He rules in the affairs of many nations. I read Deuteronomy chapters 8 and 28, oh, wow. and I'm reminded what God said to ancient Israel is also applicable to us. Mm. If we obey God, he blesses. If we disobey God, he disciplines us, and uh, we're now being disciplined. Do you see us, because of that, do you see us at a crossroads as a nation? Absolutely. And I believe there are signs of repentance and the beginning of revival. Uh, but the churches, tragically, and I'm a strong churchman, I believe in, I became a believer through the church. My wife became a believer through the church. All of our staff are required to be active in local churches. But the church at large is Laodicean. It's like the church at Ephesus. It has left its first love. Mm -hmm. The non-Christian world is very open to the gospel today. But the Christian world is not prepared to tell them. Mm -hmm. Because of carnality, Laodicean spirit, lack of training. And it's our golden hour. It's our golden moment as believers, to be salt and light, to help fulfill the Great Commission, U.S. and worldwide. Wow, didn't you enjoy Dr. Bill Bright today? His words were so poignant. I I was instantly touched. I instantly went back 19 years and remembered he was sitting on that sofa uh, with a nurse near him and with his oxygen mask on, and he had dressed up for the interview and I imagine that had taken a lot of effort and energy, and he just was pouring out his heart. Thank you for joining me, and I hope you go back and listen to this podcast again soon. Next Friday, we're going to be doing Frida Lindsay, who was the co-founder of Christ for the Nations. She's no longer with us. She was a dear, great friend of mine, but she spoke on the fear of dying that held her off and on in its grip for over 10 years. Of course, she came through it, but what a great message it is that she has to leave for us. So do not miss next Friday's podcast. All right, many blessings. Enjoy your day. God is for you. Therefore, nobody can be against you. See you soon. All the best. Love and laughter.